0: Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Sage. I am here this morning or afternoon or evening, wherever you are around the world, with two of our amazing team members, Sim Saw and Christopher Oy. Guys, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Patrice. How are you? Well,
0: Congratulations, in Order. These two uh, won our 2021 Chief Servant of the Year Awards and um, well-deserved. Uh, and Posim, you've won this award for how many years? I mean, how many times right, since you've been with us?
1: I believe this is the fourth time.
0: The fourth time. You've been with us five years. <laughs> so you won four... Four, are you used to winning everything when you were growing up? Is that kind of a norm for you? Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> wow. And the winner is. And the winner is. So f- five out of four years. That's incredible. Congratulations. And and uh, Chris, this is your first year, I think, fully full-time with us, or your second year? You've been with us part-time before, but full-time is what, your first or second year?
2: Uh. Um- First year, first year.
0: First year, and you're following after your partner here, and, and you won this year. Congratulations! Well, friends, we wanted to honor uh, Posim and and Chris for this award, and so, so if you're if you have an organization and and uh, you have staff, this is a great uh, episode to watch because it deals with you know how to build a staff culture how to use these kind of award processes to motivate and inspire your staff and, and how to use as a tool to create culture. So for NEMA project, every year, we have what we call the Chief Servant of the Year Award. And what that is, is an award that um, the staff get a chance to select from their peers who among the team members exemplify the values of the organization the most based upon their work output. And so there's a rating that goes around the team and then people can identify who they want to select. And then my wife, Jean, and I, we also get a chance to nominate one person. Sometimes who we nominate is also who the staff selects. At that point, it's one person that wins the award. Sometimes who we select is somebody different that is the staff selected. In those cases, we have two persons. Uh, the winners receive uh, $500 um, And plus, they also receive, uh, oh, okay, Sylvia Bullock, how are you? Thank you. Uh, Congratulations from Sylvia Bullock. Sylvia Bullock is an old, not old in terms of age, but way back biblical entrepreneur. Oh, there it is. Joan, how are you? Uh, So uh, Joan is an amazing publisher, writer, and just all around the world, good gal. And so, so. These two guys selected this year, and um, and they get five hundred dollars, and they also get a a trip to any any place that they like. Um, I think there's like a cap or whatever it however, it's structured for them to take a break. And typically, we try to insist that they do take that break. Now we have to be stay on pole because sometimes having breaks don't get along very well. Breaks are good for her, but mentally she she has to be pushed towards it. So, so that's kind of what it's all about. So they have 12 months to kind of take advantage of that. And so uh, congratulations. So, so your peers selected you, Po Sim, and then Jill and I selected you, uh, Chris. So first of all, let's kind of go back to you, your journey within the organization. So let's start with you, Po. You've been here the longest. We also celebrate your fifth year. And wow, so this, this is a big year for you. I know Your it's a milestone
1: even for me, Patrice. I know. You
0: have you been anywhere for five years, Bo?
1: Sadly, no. Other than my <laughs> own business, I can't Are say that I business?
0: have. <laughs> this is the longest you've been anywhere. So um Lily Po used to give me year to year commitments <laughs> when she first began. I said, My goodness, this girl's tough. <laughs> so um, has the five year journey been, Bo?
1: Well, other than the fact that it feels like 10 years because things happen so fast to me, my project, but uh, it's been amazing to see the journey within the organization itself. You know, I remember saying when I first joined, I think we had about like eight or nine staff uh, members and I was the first international staff as well, you know, and I still remember even the employee engagement survey, we weren't doing very well and all that kind of stuff. We had like, you know, to kind of overhaul the team, put in the culture, you know, Deborah worked quite a lot on it as well. Um, And now seeing the team grow, and like I said, like in the staff retreat, I think we have about like 40 something, even sometimes 50 something people joining us from all over the world, you know, it is different cultures and translation. But I think one of the key things for me, Patrice, was you mentioned the team culture, and uh, the culture is not just having awards where we honor people and things like that. But I think it's because of the culture that we were able to build that makes it you know, exciting for um, good people to join us and want to be part of MIMA project. And I think that's been key in you know, them devoting themselves to the work and the mission that we do. So, yeah. Wow,
0: well, well, well said, well said. You know, um, Chris, this is your first year now. You were kind of a contractor, if you like a better word, kind of part, very part time. Posting will pull you in and out, and so forth. How's your first year been for on full time?
2: Uh, first thing, it has been great. Um, it's been uh, a lot of learning, a lot of getting used to the culture of of um, working with uh, international, uh, uh colleagues uh how, how to work inter- internationally and fully remote uh not really seeing people in front of you kind of thing so it's it's, it's kind of a, a learning curve for me and to be able to fully i mean even for for a tech person as like myself it's it's <laughs> kind of a odd thing to say you know you want to you 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 put i, I thought before i came into Nihima, yeah, like doing all these things will be fully fully uh virtual and everything i thought i would just you know straight away get used to it you know i'll be happy i will be i'll be like you know smooth sailing but it's it's not, It's surprisingly um i'll say uh there's a lot of le- like learning you know in terms of interaction not not to not to attack perspective but uh dealing with people interacting with people how how to schedule time how to how to talk and how to You know, being in front of the camera and all that, so so it's 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 kind of interesting and kind of scary in a way. So yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, because you went from being a professor at a at a college or university, right, being with people all the time, to completely working virtually. Uh, Yes, that is surprising for you as a tech person that that would be that would be a tough learning curve. But anything else that because you were kinda of around EMI before you came in. What has surprised you the most other than that as you come into full time staff? Um,
2: I mean, being in front of students is like it's it's a whole different bargain than you know, being in front of uh people internationally. I mean, I think it's the cultural thing that I'm not used to really uh talk to people around the world. I mean if you if you're in front of a student, it's just you you can do your you can do your thing you know you you you're you are the you're the main person you can say you know you can can act out all these things but that, the thing about international is a little bit different but for me the thing that shocks me the most is how how fast uh things are changing in the Imaya. i mean like you know they you guys i mean like we we thought about an idea and then straight up like within a few hours we say hey you know we want to do this like what <laughs> you know i i mean i mean i thought when i started working with Postim, i thought it's her you know it's like <laughs>
0: giving me it, all is, it is her
2: yeah you know yeah so so now you know. so i mean yeah the, the the thing that you want to like change you know, the things you want to get into you know it's it's always like a new territory for me you know like every day you know she gave me these things like huh i was like wait i've never done this before but you know we want to try and and, and and see how how far we can how far we can go. So it's always been like that. I mean, since before, uh, since at the beginning, I worked with her, and until now, it's still the same.
0: You know? so. <laughs> That's so yeah, the common denominator is Post-Sin. but we'll get into that. We go into culture. Let's go back a little bit. Um, so, Paul, you were the first international staff member. How was it then? Just you being the only. And now that you guys are kind of the majority.
1: I know, right? Um, I must (laughs) tell you, I mean, I thank God I had experience being with Americans, you know, when I was in college and things like that, because kind of entering the organization, you can kind of see it was very American. And a lot of things were very American-centric. We were technically, back then we called ourselves an American company that happened to, you know, do work in different parts of the world and kind of thing. Um, Having to kind of shift that mindset to a global organization. I think it was a shift for everyone. But as the international staff you know, started coming in, it was like a, a natural thing that you kind of have to move out of it. you know. And so right now, we don't think that we're an American organization, but we're an international organization. And what does that mean for us? Every little thing, Patrice, and I used to take care of publishing as well, every little thing, they say, an SOP, oh, is there a translation here? Is there a translation there? I mean, <laughs> sometimes it used to drive me nuts. but it's, it's, it's the reality of where we are and the people that we're serving, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 No, well said, you know, um, our audience listening and watching us may not know where you guys are from and what that means. Right. So you guys are from Malaysia. So tell us a bit about, about Malaysia, about your country. And, and is it, is it common for people like yourself to work for an international organization? And, and what does that mean? What's the implication for that locally? So, what is Malaysia and around, you know, what's, you know, in terms of the world geography and, and what's Malaysia like?
1: Well, Malaysia is situa- situated in the Southeast Asia. And within ourselves, there are so many different, you know, races. So, we grew up uh, being in the multicultural society. And uh, some people say that Malaysians make the best missionaries because we're used to being in different culture. We're used to learning other cultures, speaking different languages. You know, honoring you know um, the practices and things like that. Um, and so I think for us, it's not that uncommon. Like a lot of times, we go out and I try to figure out, oh, which language should I start with? You know, this person looks like could be Chinese, could be Malay, could be Indian, or whatever. Um, but I think being international is another, taking it another level. Um, because for us, you know, dealing with people in Africa are really different from people in America, people in Latin America. Is, uh, so it's just kind of using that and extending it. Um, mm. Do people work a lot in multinational companies? They do. You know, we have like uh, manufacturing companies here and things like that, but it's still kind of within the local community, right? Most of them are Malaysians. And I think it is only in these past recent years that um, because of the international globalization and trade that has been going on, that people are working virtually um, with those, you know, outside of the country, um, and especially given the pandemic, you know, that kind of accelerated everything. So I think we have been prepared for it. It's just taking it up like a few notches.
0: Wow, that's incredible. Now, many people, let's talk about uh, Malaysia and Christianity as well because you guys are Christians in Malaysia, but Malaysia is predominantly Muslim country. What does that mean for Christians like yourself and what percentage are Christians in Malaysia?
1: I'm not sure about the latest statistics, Patrice, but it is well below 20% Christian Um, if not way less than that. So I think predominantly we have 60% uh, Malays and probably Muslim and the, the rest of them, you know, are kind of mixed. Um, most of the Chinese are, you know, the different Chinese religions and the Indians and Hindu as well.
0: Wow. So you understand how to be a minority in a majority, uh, Christian, uh, Muslim nation. That's also a unique thing. So let's talk about the role you guys play in the organization. So um, well, before we get to that, actually, you both had a relationship before Nehemiah Project. Uh so Chris, talk to us about, about that. So you've always so th- how how was your relationship with Poe? How did you guys connect? And how did you how did it, you know, how did she convince you to join her in the project?
2: Well, um, I know her. Through uh, the current church that I, that, I, that I went and that I'm currently attending, um, so we I, the first time I met her is at a as, at a campfire service or campfire we call it uh, campfire camp something like that. So so that's when I, I I I know about Postim and I didn't know what she do, <laughs> and uh, we started just to like you know, I started attending the church and then go to the CG. Uh, the Connect Group, and then uh, slowly we get to know what we are doing. And at that point of time, I was doing a—I was a software developer, so I was new. I just graduated. Uh, I think like a few years after I know her, and then uh, I was just doing my own thing. And then after after the it's like during my time when I was transitioning from uh, being a software a software and software developer into a lecturer in college so during that time uh that that, that 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 transition uh i'm kind of um i would say like lost because due to the situation that i had and because i wanted to venture into my own thing and then try to try out different things and and that's when uh posting suggested that you know we should like try out and do different things on on, on our own because she have her own company so i she kind of contracted me and say hey, I have this project, why don't you try this? And slowly, this is kind of a how to say, you know, when you when you give when you when you want to persuade a kid to do things, you give them give them a candy. And then after that you give them something else and then you give them "Oh, you know if you do this then you get this, you know. So slowly it's like from a small project. You know, I, I'm not a really out outgo out front like you no know, like risk person. You know, I try tend to do things very slow. I try to do all this i mean she will know you know i i don't like to kind of venture into some things i i don't know and she is the, the kind of person where she will you will ask you hey why don't you just try this and then you see how it goes you know no harm trying if, if you fail you fail kind of thing so from like small project from a small website and then go to like apps and then you know I, it, it, at, that, at that point of time like app is like a know anything about app you know like you know programming yeah yeah i know programming but it's like a different different level kind of thing and then slowly she told me about nehemiah and that's when she she, she joined nehemiah uh, and then also uh trying to like build a different all different platform that i never know uh before i never ventured before and then this is the kind of thing when you you know like like how how uh god take you from from different level to different level and then you just say oh okay i I can do this you know oh a little bit different oh yeah i can do this you know a little bit different then yeah i can do this so i mean and and now this this is where we are so there is something that i when you look back it's like you know if you if again if like if you ever told me like five years ago before everything started and say you will be doing this you know like doing an international company and then you have all these different platforms you are doing this all this integration and all that I'll be like, no, <laughs> it's, it's a completely different ballgame. game. So that is incredible. It, yeah. So that is the thing that that kind of uh, uh, brings me to to that that uh, thing that works with her. And then for me, after you you try to try different things, you are like, huh? I wonder what else I can do. You know. So it becomes like a like a habit, like a like a thing that you want to do, and then it it kind of builds in in you that you want to kind of venture and see. I want to see how far I can go. I want to see wow. what else I can do. So this is something that, that I learned from her, basically.
0: Bo, you've kind of mentored Chris along the way. What's interesting, you, you're pretty risk-adverse yourself, Paul, but it looks like you thought I'm to take risk. Could you reconcile the two for me?
1: Well, compared to you, Patrice, I'm <laughs> definitely risk-adverse. I think a <laughs> lot of people are. <laughs> uh, but to a certain extent as well. I, I do jump into the deep end with you. And I think you know yeah. that, Yeah, you know, just to kind of believe in the vision and say, hey, let's try this and see, you know, if we could do it. Um, I think it's that, okay, if I know, say about 40%, can I get it done to 100%, you know, the rest of it, I don't know, but let's just try it and see. Um, so it has been, it's been, uh, I think this is the first time I'm hearing, you know, Chris share that, and it kind of mimics my journey a little bit, but I think I I. I jump in a little bit faster than he does.
0: <laughs> so when you think back, did you, let's take post Sim as a teenager. Would post Sim have seen herself pioneering things in this way forward in the future?
1: Tracy, you don't even have to go that far back. I think, you know, I've grown. In so many different ways since then, but I've always said that I feel like God tricked me into joining my Project, or maybe you did. I, <laughs> I don't know which it is, because I still remember you calling me up and saying, "Hey, Paul, do you know anybody who who can do the website where uh, we have protected content and people just need to log in, you know, and access it?" I was like, "Yeah, I think I could do it. Sounds simple enough." That became the, you know, e community vision, which became so big, and I think you know, that was when I pulled in Chris, I was like, Chris, we have to do this, like, I don't know how to do these things in the back end, you know, can you join me and help me? And I think like, with with this thing and this thing, I think we can do it, you know, and that even, even from that vision, which I thought was so big at that moment, Patrice, we've even grown, you know, um, in the past year or so. And now the whole entire thing is this e-community vision with all these like centers from around the world. So I think it's true that God really takes us from level to level, but you know, he kind of guides that process for us.
0: Mm, Well said, well said. With that, let's talk about your role. So let's start with you, uh, Po. So you won this award, your pure selected Jew. What is your role? What do you do at NEMA project?
1: Oh, that's a good question. So up until last year, I was the e-community director, and so just kind of overseeing everything of the e-community, mainly on the technical side of it, you know, when we built the entire platform, putting systems in place, and that kind of got extended, you know, into other tech applications. Um, At that time as well, I was kind of overseeing a few things in terms of the publishing department, um, the translations, and, you know, um, the books that we produced and things like that. And let's not talk about, you know, Asia and all that. But um, I think the main thing for me was really um, in the area of the technology and innovation. So, a lot of times, you know, when our beloved CSO has like a crazy idea, you know, he would say, Hey, I want to do this. Can it be done? Um, and I think for me is the excitement of trying to figure out how we could put those things in place on the technology end to be able to enable us to do that. We've also had a uh, launch of the eCommunity 3.0 last year, uh, which you know we came up with the mobile apps and also the translations and things like that. So really kind of thinking of all these different things that we need to put in place on the technology end in order to be able to, whether it's equipping, you know, our customers, our clients, or enabling the organization operationally on the back end to be able to support, you know, a whole international organization.
0: Wow, well said. And and now you are the chief innovation, this innovation officer, chief tech innovation. And and that's been an evolutionary role uh, and with the objective of moving you more and more in the thinking of technology versus actually the managing of technology, which is kind of where your street spot is. And you know, one thing about Poe is she's the one person that can come with an idea and she kind of think about how to make it happen from a tech solution standpoint. And that's a unique gift and be able also to work with tech people like, like Chris and others. It's like you have this instinctively gift to know what's going to work and what to try this is again where you're you're that that risk taker because you, you take a lot of risk on the tech side that's that's kind of a bent that you that you have am I right
1: that's true and I think you know throughout the years kind of discovering that that is my sweet spot you know um so I'm really really thankful for the team you know people like Chris, Kat, Ken and there, there are a lot of other people in the back end because they do what they do best and they do it even better than I can, you know? And so to have them come in and to be able to play that role enables me to kind of play on where I feel like that's my sweet spot and being able to just connect, you know, creativity with technology, um, and, you know, really seeing how we can push that forward and push boundaries.
0: Oh, I love that. Before I go to Chris, bro. So, you you bring something interesting up, which is, so, because you are a doer and a thinker, but more of a thinker than a doer, but you've been more of a doer than a thinker in the past by virtue of necessity. Has it been hard making the transition?
1: I'm actually loving it. I don't don't think I can get get out of it fast enough. (laughs) You don't understand how thankful I am to have the team members, you know, in position that really enables me to do that.
0: I love it. I love it. We have a line in the map called working your god giving sweet spot. And that's the journey I put Simmons in. So Po if if 100 percent is the max is, is the is the ideal, what percentage ratio would you say you are to where you really want to be? What would you say? If you want to put yeah. a percentage to it.
1: Oh, I don't
0: know. Probably about 50-something. Wow, that's progress. So, Chris, what do you do at Nima Project? So,
2: I'm the developer and tech and admin support. So, basically, what I do is uh, uh, developing new things that POSIM wants to develop or try new, <laughs> <laughs> or try new ideas and uh, and uh, she always give me headache. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's I mean, for me, is I totally agree with what what you said, Patrice, about how Postim can can be in that that sweet spot that she she can think about uh, the technology and also doing it at the same time. It's not an easy easy way. I mean, even for me, like uh, I I wouldn't say I would be able to do that because it's it's like when you are doing some certain work for a really long time, you intend to uh, limit. Your, your mindset is kind of limited to that that skills that you have. You know, you can't even start to, to think, you know, creatively and, you know, out of the box kind of thing. So for me, uh, I think to be able to do that is definitely not easy. And then for me, it's like sometimes when she she gave me certain ideas, I'm like, I don't know, I don't think this, this thing can be done. You know, like, you know, I, I again, I, I, I told myself this is something that I you know is a technical person kind of thing. When you're talking to a technician it's like oh i only have this thing i only have this thing and you know, i don't want to do all these things you know? <laughs> you know so so for me it's 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 uh that that kind of excites me as well as solely you know you you, get, you adapt to culture the the way your 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 your, your boss is thinking how how fast paced is this you know you you basically have to do everything so for me the the development part of it like you know trying new things you know like uh, supporting the the, the 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 our colleagues and the the, the company is is really a different thing. You know, I I generally like to help people with their technology stuff because I'm more technology technological in 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 tune in those technologies kind of thing. But into to be able to be in the international platform and then you talk to different people and I mean sometimes you you get cultural different you get language different you know i i don't know about but you get, but you guys but you know english is not really uh like my first language and it to be able to kind of try to uh sound like you guys <laughs> or <laughs> to be able to i mean I, I still can't get 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 into that 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 mindset you know like you know, like Boston when she talks when she talked to us and she talks to you and talk to different people, she have different different accents. I've
0: noticed I, yeah. she has a special accent for you guys and for us. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: I, I kind of try to do that, but I still have that 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 Malaysia accent. <laughs> I can't run away from that. But she, you know, it's it's a totally different thing. So for me, that's what I do. I'm right. basically trying to take whatever, you know, um, Ideas from you from her and and for her is i i i really want to just say this like you know when when you having her in between you and uh between you and me it's it's totally helps a lot of things because it's it's i don't i can't i can't say it enough because that the 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 future i don't know for that but the filter kind of works really well you know like from yeah. the idea from how the idea turns into uh technical and then to the technical actually doing all these things is it's kind of it's it works beautifully so for me yeah, that is yeah. kind of my sweet spot as well for now I i don't know where I want to go in the future but I kind of like where I where I'm at, where I'm
0: at. <laughs> I love it. As you were talking I am just thinking I said wow so uh both things I give her a lot of a hard time she gives you a hard time so I guess she passes <laughs> Careful I,
1: what you pass I, down, Patrice. This is how it
0: works. <laughs> you know, and and it's amazing. But, you know, I, as I was just thinking, about, as Chris was talking, I was thinking about the the giftedness of, um, there's a book I'm reading right now called uh, The Book That Created Your World. You know, how the Bible shaped. Uh, it's, it's a really, really good book. Um, it's actually written by an Indian fellow the book that made your world, how the Bible created the soul of Western civilization. Uh, And one of the things he points out is the, is how the Bible brought innovation to the West, the ability to create like God, to think out of boundaries. And that's kind of what's happening, you know, where, you know, Chris, because you're in it, you focus on what the, the constraint that you think you can do because Paul's not in it. She thinks about the possibilities, And she challenged you to let possibilities drive the outcome versus let the tool drive the outcome, right? And at my level, same thing. I'm still focusing on the objective and I'm kind of, okay, we got to get here. Let's give, we need to find a tool that get us there, not limit. we, We can't limit our objective to the tool. We have to find a tool that get us to the objective or adjust the tool to get us to the objective. You know, and 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 that's really a gift for to have this kind of triumph. Cause, you know, because I'm listening, I say, wow, who but God would put a post sim, a Chris Oy, and a Patrice in the same organization with this kind of harmony.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it, and like as he was sharing too, I think of the importance of team members being at different positions and playing the different roles, right? Like, it's important that Chris focuses on, you know, the the development aspect, the programming aspect, and he thinks, he he does think like a developer, and he needs to think like a developer. He needs to tell me, you know, what to look out for, what are some of the pitfalls, what are certain limitations, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But... To have all these different people in these different areas—that's what makes it work. And you—you you look back. I mean, we can be intentional to a certain extent in bringing on team members, but at the end of it, you know, you see got ten of grace uh, and leading, putting the pieces of the puzzle together.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that is powerful. That is incredibly powerful, guys. So let's talk about what you love most. And disdain most about your job. Let's start with you, Chris. What you love most about your job, what do you not like as much about your job?
2: Um, well, when I started coming in uh, to, to to work in, Yimaya, my 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 thing that I would like the most to, to be working in that at that point is to be able to travel. But you know. <laughs> uh travel as in like not only a travel abroad but you know as a as a lecturer before your your time that you can you can you can take leave and everything is very limited because you need to schedule your 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 schedule with your student you need to talk to your boss how mm-hmm. you many how many how many how many how many how many windows can you shift and all these things before the student complain you know you, why you sh- you shove all these uh syllables into one week and all these things so my time that back then it's very limited so right so when i can when I come to me my, my my thought is like oh now i can go anywhere and, and work you know i can just bring my laptop and then go to my brother's place in in kl or i want to just go to uh indonesia or that so i can do that but you know as we all know we become <laughs> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. <laughs> so i mean so that is something that i i was like uh you know it, it's, it's it's no fun but the thing i like most uh and i discovered this uh actually I'm not say i discovered this i think there's something i want that i found in the this that should be the word um so for me uh as a developer uh the 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 most uh interesting thing that i feel like you know that i have done in my is to like do problem solving like internationally quote unquote lah. even though we, our team is in Malaysia <laughs> you know we work at our home in Penang but we do it virtually you know we meet together online we, we, we just go uh, try to figure out we share our screen you know like, this is the thing you know uh, I'm fun on this I found this thing you know this is a lot rock and then we kind of brainstorm and say hey when do you try this you know if you change this thing you, you try this and see whether it, it changes anything and all that so at that process uh, during that process I realized wow actually really enjoy doing this you know like you know i i mean personally i'm a really um in-person kind of person when you when you when you see me online and you you talk to me in person it's it's totally i'm more comfortable when talking to you in person than you know talking to you in in like in in the virtual settings you know i know it's kind of weird for a tech person but then again it it might kind of make sense as well so for me like to be able to like feels that you know oh what i do or like impacted different things in in the company and to be able to have the team you know working together figure things out together i mean when you work in a in a physical company we call it a physical company uh you you come together you have a meeting try to solve stuff i find that it's it's oddly more difficult than you do it online you know if you get what i mean you so doing it online should be harder than you doing doing it in person and physically you know but to be able to do that you know like because you I want to do to work remotely and the, the thing that you want to that come together and solve stuff is like one of the main thing I feel like it's not really possible because you have your time I have my time you know you you work in the morning I work in in the evening and all this thing. it's, it's kind of difficult but then when things works out during that time, I was like, I was so amazed because I I, told, I literally told my sister that this is the thing that I, I really like the most about working as a developer because, you know, you get to like solve issues. You get to uh, really kind of bend your mind in a way that you also find that, huh, I didn't have, I didn't know that this side of me exists, you know, or you can think like that, or you kind of discover it, you know, I don't know. It, it's it just it just pushes you to, to to innovate. I mean, like for me, as as a as a tech person or as a technical person, it's very hard for you to innovate. You know, you are kind of stuck in that loop. You know, you're kind of stuck in that kind of tools that you have. But to be able to see yourself, kind of think outside the box, you know, leading by your team, your team members, and your and your colleagues and your boss, <laughs> it definitely helps me to to go different levels and I, I can see myself growing. You know, like, the, the thing that, like, in in, in one word, the thing I really like about Nehemiah, working Nehemiah is that it pushes you and then you can see growth in yourself, you know? It's not like, oh, you keep on doing the same thing again and again and again. You know, obviously, you know, not doing different, not doing the same thing gives you a lot of headache. But then again, when, in, in the end of the day, when you see the fruit, you see the results, it's like, yeah, man, it's all for that. with with all the the trouble that you have well in saying that in saying that what i don't like it kind of also the same thing (laughs) because i mean i know i i'm i I say that in terms of the the end result but sometimes uh and i'm just gonna gonna be honest you know sometimes you just want to do the same thing (laughs) but then again you you talk to yourself that you you need to do it in order for you to grow but then again this is like you are in your uncomfort zone and comfort zone at the same time yeah. kind of thing okay. but you kind of need to be led by somebody to 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 kind of process you and this is something that i really appreciate uh what posting does and then she sometimes she's i can say she, she's very patient with me some and I, I know i just tell, tell her sometimes like how this thing can be done it, it it's not possible you know it's like it, it... <laughs> okay never mind and I, I know and then I, I know that person doesn't really take no for an answer unless I know I, I give her some proof and, and evidence, you know. I need to like show her like you see? Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. So it's it's, 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 it's it's all the fun and all the all the things that we, we go through. I mean, you know, God takes us from you know if you don't if you don't struggle, if you don't if you don't work attack, encounter hardship and all this, you, you cannot grow. But then again, it's something that we hate, but it's necessary. So that's
0: something that... I love it. I love it. For Sam, what do you like most and what do you not like as much? Well, I'm going
1: to start with things that I do not like. I do not (laughs) like routine work, doing the same thing over and over again, going back to a PowerPoint and changing things.
0: (laughs) Aren't you glad that no more PowerPoints for you, at least not for for me?
1: Sam is amazing at it. (laughs) God bless her, you know, all power to her. Um, I, and I think my personality type, I do not like meetings as well. Although that's also another necessary, quote unquote, evil for me, um, knowing that we, we need that to kind of move things forward. I do not like IT work fixing things. <laughs> um, Kat is wonderful in that tech support role. She has the patience and the grace, which I do not have. I will tell you so I'm so thankful for each of the team members again. <laughs> cannot emphasize that enough. What I do enjoy, I think, is the freedom to be able to create and to change. And Patrice, I really need to thank you for that. I know that there's a lot of trust that you know you do allow us that freedom and that space to be able to figure things out, try out new things and stuff. And I think Nima project working in it has really you know, taught us so much. And that's how, you know, we can more confidently say we can serve our clients even in terms of business services because of all these things we've tried and tested. We know what works, but we know what doesn't work, you know, the limitations of things um, and how we can innovate. And I think the other joy is to watch the, the team members grow. So, you know, people like Chris, Kat, Ann, and then uh, Ruben and so, so many of them and Sam, Um, to watch their own personal development, how they've grown, whether it's as a person, you know, whether spiritually or within their job, seeing how far they have come, that is an amazing joy for me. Um, And I I think the other fun thing is the milestones that we're able to achieve. You know, like Chris kind of alluded to it, sometimes like you don't think that something is possible but when you try all different ways to solve it and you are able to solve like a major issue, was like, oh my goodness, we were able to do that. You know, check, <laughs> yeah. um, let's go on for the next one. So uh, that yeah, those are the joys of the work.
0: Wow. And, and, and they bring a good point. You know, our tech team is, is also available to our clients because through business services, if you need, uh, whether it's a website, uh, if you need to, uh, you know, develop any, infrastructure from your own organization. Uh, our team is available through business services. You can just reach out to our office and we'll make sure and like, do an assessment to see how we can help you. Um, so guys, as we land the plane here, this has been so fun. I could talk to you guys forever. Uh, what's been, you know, Chris, what has this meant? What has this meant to you winning the 2021 of serving year award?
2: Well, for me, uh, Patrice is really meant that um, is is, uh, number one, I think is the being appreciated. That's the most important thing. And to be, to be seen on a lot of things that people don't see, I guess, um, because working in the in a tech industry, in a, in a tech position, in a, in a person in the background, more often than not, people don't see you. And, um, in the, in a virtual company or in a in a you know like uh, international company, it's really it's even harder, I would say. You know, if you if you just just doing the background, just doing the numbers, and this is something that I would say is really hard for for people to really point out or notice. So I just want to really thank you, Patrice and, and Gina, to 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 have chosen me to be to be the chief servant for this year. Uh, for last year sorry sorry so i mean for me it's really uh the the kind of recognition that uh the company actually puts into example of how how you guys notice even the the smallest thing like literally what i do may may maybe a few hours just change the number you can just see one number change and then that's about it but the hours that you put in to make sure that number points out is correctly or the change is correctly is it's, it's a very really small thing to uh, to you know many people and and like to to be able to notice that and uh, to be able to be recognized of doing that. Sometimes it's it, it Sometimes I feel like a designer, you know. Sometimes you say, "Oh, why don't you just do this?" You know, you it's a, it's so easy. Just change this. Just change this. You know, it's so easy. But it's it's a lot of work. It's not lot hours that put in put it into it. So and then to be able to you know like. Uh, Put you put me in the spotlight and say like you know see this is what he did you know and more often than not that's something that also represents uh the, your leadership and uh team leadership as well to be able to recognize you know not only uh that the team works together really well and to be able to be able to uh for us as a you know like for me it's also uh sometimes as a working in culture it's like I do my thing, you know. You you give me the work, I just do my thing. But to for me to be able to see in an international company, especially in in EMI project, to to really see like the value of the your your co your your co-workers, your team, your boss, even even the the top management and top leadership, uh, to be able to see like you know the connection and the the, the appreciation, the the relationship, I would say, you know. To be able to 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 establish that and to be able to want to go further you know you, you it's like you are talking to the even the, the lowest person the lowest position person to be able to just you know bring it up bring it up, you know you know you are part of the company you know you, we see you we see you there even even you know even we don't notice the things that you do or some majority of the people doesn't notice the things that you do but we see you you know so these are the things that i really appreciate the most um, in Nehemiah and thank you again once again uh, Patrice uh, and Gina and also positive, most of all to be able to wow. pull me in and to persuade me to, to, to work on different things and I mean to help me grow as well as a person Sorry.
0: you are welcome I'm, I'm going to ask a question that I may regret asking but let's see me a little test so where have you been treated better or enjoy the culture better at Nehemiah or your old job
2: <laughs> of course, I've been doing better this year. Uh, I mean, it's, it's even we culture. passed that test.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, that yeah. was that was a close
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for this. And yeah, You're I, mean, I, I, I guess enough. Really. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I ask that because sometimes you know people leave secular jobs or jobs with you know, and then they come into quote unquote, you know, a Christian environment as a church or not a Christian business or whatever. And sometimes I have the worst experience. Sometimes it's like, they're about to go back to the world. So I'm glad that we passed that threshold. Um, Possum, you've won this four years. um, Out of five, you've been here. What has that meant for you, winning this award? Um,
1: A couple of things. And I think the first one is um, just the joy of being able to serve different ones, you know, um, our different partners around the globe. But I think, at this point in time, for me, it's more of a testament to where we have come as an organization, you know. And I always say, like, every time there's, and, and I really appreciate the, recogni- the recognition. But the truth is, you know, every time, like, even in a team sport, when a person shines, there are so many people. Uh, supporting that person to enable that person to do what he does. You know, take, for instance, like a basketball game. There are people who play defense, you know, there are people who play support, passing the person the ball before he can, you know, score the goal and things like that. And so for me, it is pretty much like that. And when I say the team, not just the tech team, but the team, you know, across the whole organization, and that's what they do well in. And I think, like, if you talk to any of our staff members, one of the things that they do appreciate is really the team coming together because it is a team sport. What we're playing right now.
0: Mm, wow, well said. So before we let you guys go, back, we're talking with po Sim and uh, Chris Oy about the 2021 Two Certainly Awards that were selected this year as the exemplifying our values in how they do their work and serve our team um so as a uh, before i want you guys to give some advice by the way if you want to know more about the AMI project go to our website nehemiocommunity.com nehemiocommunity.com there you can learn about our training program our coaching program access the capital you can also become part of our community um and who knows maybe part of our team joining PostSim and chris Oya, and playing a role within the organization so before two questions last question So something personal about you guys. Um, Start with you, Paul. So post Sim, away from work, what does she enjoy to do most?
1: I love to take walks. I love to read books. I love the water. I can kind of hang there all the time. Um, But here's the thing. Whenever I kind of pull away and allow myself that bandwidth, that space, that time, what happens? There are all these other ideas that comes into my head. And I go, oh, we (laughs) could build that and build this. You know, sometimes trying to run away from the stress and I tell God, oh, I just want to, you know, like go somewhere quiet. But I know myself, give me two weeks, and I'll try to start to fix something or build something, you know, that's when all the excitement and all these ideas come in. So I think that's kind of how I am. I do enjoy, you know, just kind of Uh, resting you know and unplugging but yet at the same time I must say I do enjoy the creativity the innovation that building if we could do something that equips people and makes their life easier so that they can fulfill their God's calling that would be a great thing
0: wow Chris Oy um Chris Oy away from work what does he enjoy to do most
2: um, for me, you know, while well, well, well working and then doing my free time, I, first of all, I really like to travel and to really like see the different culture, uh, meet different people, you know, like, basically just to, to open my mind or, you know, to, to different things, to see different things and see like God's creation in people, in the, in the environment, in the places that you, you went, know, Like, sometimes you, you go to a different place and you see, like, wow, God made this. You know, this is awesome. You know, like, you know. So, I mean, for me, that is the thing that I like to do and to like to travel. And also, the, the other thing is, at times, I also have something, like, I, I, I don't think it's as intense as both seems, but uh, I do like to create stuff as well. Like, I, you know, I enjoy uh, problem solving i enjoy try to figure out different things i like i like to learn as well so i once asked people once asked me this, this question before like you know if you don't have any issue with money what what you want to do i'll be like i want to learn how to do poetry poetry i'll say i want to do i learn how to fix a bike i want to learn how to more learn more to speak different different languages i want to learn Uh, basically learn a lot of things that i feel like is is really enjoyable and i I mean sometimes when you when you learn new things you kind of feel like you are i don't know uh brings new experience i guess that's the word for into your life and you you feel like oh there's more to to life than than what you what you are currently in and to be able to um experience that is kind of I, I feel I, I take joy in that you know like you if you if you be able to uh discover i mean more more importantly it's just to dis- discover yourself more and like see yourself in different different places and different levels and to, to push yourself to to be able to see where can you go and how far can you go and uh that's something that i enjoy doing you know doing my free time and see like what else can you do you No. Know? What else can you can you can you can you can you build? You know, I I think just I don't know I don't know whether it's a guy thing that you like to do things with your hands, but it's it's kind of that basically.
0: Yeah. I love it. One of your one of your associates, your coworker, says this. Congratulations, Paul and Chris, very well deserved recipients of the twenty twenty one Chief of the Year Award. You both truly exemplify excellence. It is an honor and blessing to work with you. And that's from Jennifer Bray. Wow. So uh, lastly, there are people watching and listening all over the world. You know, it's been a tough year for many. Uh, we're going in now the year of COVID-19. Um, Chris, in the midst of COVID, you made a transition from your job, didn't, took a risk, didn't know how it was going to be. You was hoping to travel. Here you are, been stuck at home, not able to travel. What can you say to encourage people out there as they per- persevere in believing God for an, an, another day beyond COVID?
2: Um, for me I think uh doing the things that you like obviously is important and while you are doing it you also uh, do your work I guess so for me uh even though I don't get to travel now but I feel like you know like doing things where you are at is more more important than you know be able to do things on your like on your own de- desire kind of thing to sometimes when when you when you be able to do things, uh where you are when you are stuck i guess that's the word and you're stuck and you persevere through it builds it builds you in terms of spiritually characters mm-hmm. um and you know and you can you can persevere through different different trials it kind of also important that you you know like in the bible you always hear people say you know when they are going through trial they they are they feel joy you know they, they don't feel that they are trapped those kind of things i think in doing like things that biblically, like, also in in, the, in a international company, in a, in a Christian company, that's something.